This week on the program, we have been covering the support or lack thereof, really, uh, for children's mental health care. Last week, London West New Democrat MPP Peggy Sattler wrote a letter to Michael Tobolo, the Associate Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, uh, calling for better publicly funded support for children's mental health care. Now, she made the call after uh, talking to some local families who have had some real difficulty in finding support for their children. We talked to a parent on Monday. Uh, We talked to Peggy Sattler on Tuesday, and we will talk to another parent in just a moment here. We have reached out to Michael Tobolo. His office has indicated he is not available for an interview this week. This is an issue of supreme importance, and we will continue the conversation now with Dawn, a London parent searching for assistance for her 12-year-old daughter. Dawn, I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for sharing your story. What can you tell us about your situation and your search? So what I can share about our story is um, my child throughout her entire life has always needed some support through the community, um, more like on a weekly or a few months through the year support. But it came, um, it almost changed immediately. We woke up one morning in July this past 2022 and it was like a different child woke up. Um, my child woke up and had a switch, and she became um, fixated on harming herself, um, fixated on wanting to harm her family members and kill her family members. Um, I knew we needed a lot more than just a weekly visit or a monthly visit from community supports. My child was was transported weekly, daily, for the next, what's been ongoing since July, to the hospital. Um, We're in and out of the hospital because that's about the only place that is able to hold her to keep her safe and to keep the family safe. You you think there will be supports when you're in such an immediate crisis and the crisis just never stops. And we have been met with every roadblock possible. What have you heard when you've searched for better supports, more supports for your daughter? So when we first started the process, um, it's hard, I think it's a hard situation we're in. A lot of people are not ready to deal with um, such a severe aggression, especially in, against their caregivers. So people don't really have answers to that. They tend to look at you as the family at first. Like, what did you do? Um, what parenting do you need? Um, they tell you to wear her out. They tell you it's behavioral. It's a game. Um, we would have died trying to wear her out. She would have probably died in the process in some, she's just so unpredictable, so impulsive. We went to CSCN, and that's where you're supposed to go in order to get services in London. So we did the whole process. It's quite a lengthy paperwork process. We were told um, after a meeting, so they go to this group meeting, they come back and tell you what, if you've exhausted everything outpatient-wise and what you would be able to do. So that was determined we had exhausted everything outpatient-wise. And we would be able to access CPRI. Um, about a three, four weeks later, it was determined from CPR, no, we would not be able to access them. We didn't meet their mandate. Um, the child was too complex and we didn't meet their mandate. And then you go back to CSCN and you say, you know, well, what now? First, they say, well, we don't know. Then you have to kind of go back and forth. And Peggy's office helped us with this to get back to the table And when we returned back to the table, all the community services that were available in 
London, Vanier, CPRI, Humana, Craigwood, all said, no, she's too complex. The aggression's too high. Doesn't meet our mandate. So we're all sitting here. Well, what do we do now? And nobody has the answers. And at this point, we're in and out of London Health Science Center. And that's where we're accessing. And that's not the answer either. While my child's in there, she's isolated in a room. Um, she's secured with security guards. And it's not treatment. It's isolation. And they're doing the best job they can do there for what the resources they have. As you go through this process, I mean, what concerns do you have for now and, and for the future? For now, um, I've been actually forced to give up custody of my child. That was something that um, was pushed, that you had to relinquish custody in order to keep your family all safe when it became apparent that the police were involved, the courts were involved, the hospital was involved. Um, You shouldn't have to relinquish custody because it has not gotten her any help. It's just created another barrier and another added stress because this isn't a child protection issue. This is a lack of mental health and behavioral supports that are not just in London, it's across Ontario. We've actually searched across Ontario and 90 different places have said the exact same thing. Too complex, she's too high aggression, doesn't meet our mandate. And so where do families go when their child doesn't meet anything? What would you like to see happen? I I would like the ministry. um, I have reached out with Deputy Minister Jen Morris. She's the Minister for the Complex Special Needs, and also Michael Tivolo to come forward and meet with the families and see what can be done. There is facilities out there, and maybe we have to, we don't fit the box exactly, and maybe there needs to be a little bit of added resource in order for our children to fit that box. Because if these facilities can't handle our children, but we're told that we have to do this alone, No one can even know how hard and how exhausting it is to not only have to deal with this every day, but at the same time while you're being, in my case, we we are being physically attacked. Our life is in danger. Our child's life is in danger. I still have to at the same time find the energy to keep on looking and advocating and trying to get her somewhere when our whole family has actually been mentally drained, physically drained. I can only imagine in your conversations with the government, with the ministry, have they seemed receptive? I've received an email response from Jennifer Morris. Um, First, she put it back to her regional um, ministry reps. They have sat in meetings. I do sit in meetings every week, and probably 20 people are at the table. But every week, it's the same answer. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. Um, I feel like so many people are at the table, but this this funding could go to, there could be something for these children to be able to access. Well, we'll stay in touch and uh, we'll keep the, the spotlight on this because this is uh, 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 supremely important, as I said off the top. Don, I, I appreciate you uh, sharing your story today. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is uh, Dawn, a uh, London parent uh, searching for uh, mental health treatment for her daughter.